I uh, tend to get in a little trouble every once in a while with some of my brother priests because uh, um, I'm an oddie. I know that. I, I, I read the Catechism cover to cover. I read the Bible cover to cover. And I read the Diocese of Policies book cover to cover. And uh, <laughs> many of our priests have not done that. Uh, but in, in that policy book that, that helps us to understand what uh, good practice is, what the Diocese of New Ulm, the bishops, uh, have said the, the, how they want us to function. And I find in their wisdom, and uh, I get in trouble with some other people too, I, as I was driving here today, I realized uh, I've sought forgiveness or whatever, but I was at a meeting and in a parish and they wanted to do a big project and they didn't have the money and I said, well, you have to have 75% of the money on hand. See, that's in the diocesan policy book, I know that. Uh, and you're not gonna get a yes from, from anyone and the, uh, one, one of them stood up and he started swearing at me and he told me where I could put that policy book and, uh, and wasn't a pleasant place uh, and stormed out. About a month later, he had a massive stroke, never spoke again, which didn't surprise me because he was so angry that day. But had the parish done what they wanted to do, they would have been in major, major trouble because the economy turned and they wouldn't have raised the money that they thought they were going to raise. and They would have been in, in debt for, for a long time. So um, from what I understand, anyway, I was uh, left the parish shortly after that, too. I was, I was only serving there on a very interim basis. But it has the, the law, sometimes if we see the law is there to protect us, we begin to have a different attitude towards it. If we see it's there to squelch us, squelch our freedoms or whatever it is, well then we might, might uh, rebel against it. And Moses really wants us to have that understanding that the law is there to protect us. The law is there to help us. And uh, of course, Deuteronomy, and we'll have another list of the commandments, the Ten Commandments. And uh, I did a little thought exercise with the uh, children this morning, and, and you probably would be fully aware if everyone followed the commandments all the time, how sweet would that be? There'd be no more killing, no more lying, no more gossip, no more, uh, no more deceit. Uh, we, would, we would instantaneously honor those in charge of us. Sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's easy. We, we, we would get along with one another. We would have a good life. And Moses is using that, that understanding that, look, if we live these laws out, people are going to say, wow, what a wise people. And what a good and holy God to have given them that law. And the aftermath of that, of course, is I need to look at this. I need, to, I need to follow this law, too, because it is good. And that's, uh, with that understanding, we might understand why some um, find it easier to take Jesus' words. And with the other understanding that the law is there to squelch us, squelch our freedom or whatever it is, we might understand why people are, great, Christ is here, that law gets set aside. We don't have to follow that law anymore. Well, they would never say it that way, but that's really what they're saying, that Christ comes to abolish the law or I can live without the law. You know, as Catholics, as Christians, as those who the Holy Spirit dwells in, we don't live without the law. We live fulfilling the law in its fullness and going that step beyond of realizing, as I said on Sunday, that uh, the, the commandment, thou shalt not commit adultery, is extended. We shouldn't even look at each other with lust. We, sh we, should, uh, we shouldn't 
even strive we should strive to not kill or hurt other people's consciences and or their reputations we live beyond the law jesus does not come to abolish but to fulfill and not one letter or not the smallest letter or smallest part of the letter the children were quite quick this morning well what's the smallest letter i had everything but it's the i in greek the iota it's just a dash Everything else, you've got to make a loop or you add something else to it. And the smallest part is the tittle, the, the cross on the T. Not one. And think about that. How a T and an I, it's just that little dash that makes all the difference. Not even that little dash. If you remove that little dash, it, it throws all sorts of words into flux. Although Iod would be pretty good. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> but not one, not, not even the smallest letter, the smallest part of the letter of the law is set aside in Christ, but fulfilled, all of it fulfilled. This day during this Lenten season, perhaps it's good for us to reflect, what is my relationship to the law? Do I see it as God's love to us? Do I see it as like a wise parent who sets the law not because they hate, but rather because they love? The, the greatest sign of, of a parent who's given up is where there's no more rules. And, and I, I shared, I, I don't even remember the book, but it was, it was a character in, in a fiction book that, that basically said, I know my parents stopped loving me when they stopped holding me to the law, holding me to their rules. There's a truth there. Do we see the law as God's love to help us to live in communion with one another more importantly, live in right relationship with him.